Podcast, a conversation where you join David and Reese at the table as they talk about the many questions of life, whether you're in the car, at the gym, or just distracting yourself from being productive. Why don't you pull up a chair? We're glad you're here. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the Hey Dad podcast, where you join us at the table as we talk about the many questions of life. I'm Reese. And I'm David. And we are going to go ahead and jump in with our question of the day. Hey, Dad. Yes. Could you name for me one of your favorite special breakfasts? Oh, gosh. I enjoy breakfast. Yeah. I like all kinds of breakfast. It's amazing. Um, but one of my favorites is whenever you're traveling and you're staying at a place that does made-to-order omelets. I love omelets. I try to make omelets, but there's something about when the guy in the chef's hat makes them, they're just so much better than mine. They're magical. I don't know if it's there's something, some magic in the sauce, but he can make an omelet much faster than I do, mm. and it looks a whole lot better, mm-hmm. and it looks like he just threw it all in there. Yeah. He's, it looks like he almost scrambles it. Yeah. But it comes out as an omelet. Yeah. Where I try to do omelets and they come out, they come out okay sometimes. Sometimes they're, you know, kind of a weird freak omelet. But uh, I love good omelets and I love having, of course, someone else make it for me. But going to those special places, doing that is one of my favorite breakfast things. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to name one that I have not had often, but it's probably one of the most iconic breakfasts I've ever had. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and that is the Scottish breakfast. Oh, when I, I got to do a semester abroad in Edinburgh, uh, I was working at a church and being able to do some distance ed classes. And my friend Ian Ewan took me to a, uh, an English pub, which over there is just basically a restaurant. Yeah. Um, and it was called Weatherspoons. And they had a Scottish breakfast. And it was amazing. Because the plate is f- chock full yes. of just good stuff <laughs> you know you got like potatoes and stuff but you've got like beans which i did not picture for breakfast but they're yeah. like the good version of what english beans would be you okay. know they're like okay. the good version of it there's like some black pudding there's haggis which i didn't think was going to be good but it actually tastes really good okay and then some eggs and stuff and by the time you finish it you're good for like the rest of the day wow and so it was not only a breakfast it was like a full experience because okay. it was so different yeah. than, than what I was used to. So that it was just... Cool. It yeah, was that would be a cool thing good. to do. Now, one thing, since your sister's not here, mm-hmm. um, coming back from college, she showed me the benefits of the late night uh, Waffle House breakfast. Oh, that's true. Where when it gets past 9 o'clock, there's something about going to a Waffle House and getting the All-American. Yeah. There's just something. And and I was like, no, nah, no. Nah. We did it one time. And I did it like three more times before she left. Mm-hmm. And I, I'm trying not to do it while she's not here. Yep. But there's just something about that food that's magical late at night. Yep. Waffle House and Taco Bell. Yeah. After like 9 or 10 p.m. just tastes so much better. Yeah. Like they just do. Yeah. So I, I agree. would never want to go there. But when it's late night and you're hungry. Mm-hmm. She showed it to me, and I was just like, okay, this this is a thing. It hits different. It does. And just like a disclaimer, if my stomach randomly growls in the show, <laughs> it's your fault. I know. Okay? It is. I'm it's, sorry. It's your fault. 
let's go ahead and move to the main topic of the day. So we've talked about red flags last week, yeah. which if you missed that, by the way, just go back and listen to it. It's whatever, Check it out. you know, rate it, give it five stars, whatever. Um, we don't care. We kind of care. We care. Um, <laughs> so we talked about red flags last week. And now I think we should talk about green flags. Yeah, that's good. You know, we said, what are some of the things you need to watch out for? But let's see what are green flags first. Let's establish that and then kind of talk about it. Okay, green flags to me are kind of the, the positive signs, the good things. Um, you know, when you're hanging out with someone, you're like, oh, okay. You know, mm-hmm. uh, and it can be things like shared interests, you know, and we'll talk about detail stuff. Mm-hmm. But I think it's the things that you see that are encouraging, mm-hmm. that are just naturally good stuff, not necessarily... Um, like how they treat you is a key, but I think we want to be careful with the whole romantic side of it, that you want to make sure it's a real sign and not a manipulative sign. That's true. You know, you want the green sign to be, the green flag to be something that's genuine and not something they're thinking in their mind, okay, I'm going to do this because it's going to make them like me. That's not a real green flag. That's actually a red flag. But, (laughs) um, you know, it's something that you see in someone that's positive, that is just a good sign that, okay, this person's got some things together. Yeah, I agree with you because like if your green flag is that they bought you a special name brand thing of jewelry. Yeah. That's not a green flag. Yeah. That, that, that could easily, you know, be something yeah. different. Yeah. Um, so, okay, if that's the case, then what would you say are some green flags in a relationship? I think one of the most important things to look at when you're looking at someone else, male or female, um, is are they living a holistic life? And when I say holistic, what I mean is, are they doing things to grow and get better physically, mentally, emotionally, spiritually? You want someone who kind of has a balance in their life. Yeah. You know, if you're dating someone who's only about the physical, maybe they're in great shape, you know, six pack abs and all that. That's great on the physical side, but where are they at emotionally? Where are True. they at spiritually? Where are they at mentally? And now I don't mean the person has to be perfect. Mm-hmm. You know, the person, you know, may have, you know, maybe they're overweight. I was overweight when I got married. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was one of those things that I wanted to be thinner. I just didn't have the capability yet because there were some emotional and mental things I had to work on and some spiritual things. So so it's one of those. I'm not saying the person has to be perfect. Yeah. But do they have a desire to get better in those areas? Are they trying? Yeah. And I think that's what holistic living is. It doesn't mm-hmm. mean you're going to be perfect in every area all your life. But is the person wanting to be better? Like if they're maybe physically they, they need to lose some weight or get in shape or any of that. Do they have a desire to? Or are they just like, hey, I am what I am. Yeah. You just got to deal with it. Yeah. Well, that's something you want to be careful of. You want someone who at least, hey, yeah, I'm, I'm overweight. I'm trying to work on some things or doing this. Mm-hmm. That's kind of a green flag mm-hmm. where they're, you know, trying to grow spiritually. You know, do they go to church? Do they read their Bible? Do they pray? Do they have a desire to do those things? Yeah. And again, we're not saying perfection. But are they trying? Are they growing mentally? Are they growing emotionally? Are they open to those things? Mm-hmm. If you talk to them about, like a couple of weeks ago, we talked about people knowing their own gifts. Mm-hmm. Do they have a desire to do that? Or are they just like, no, all that stuff's stupid. Mm-hmm. Well, those are things you want to look for. You want someone who has a life, a holistic life. Um, and that's something you want to look for as a green flag. Because that means they're going to continue to grow in a relationship with you. Mm-hmm. And not just reach that, okay, I've got you, I'm done. Yeah, I agree. 
I heard somebody tell me one time, they said, well, it matters less where they're at and it matters more their direction. That's good. Yeah. It's a lot of it. If, if they're moving in a good direction in mm-hmm. these areas that you just named, yeah. that's a big green flag. Because yeah. even if somebody's in a really good spot, if they're moving the wrong direction, mm-hmm. that's not good. Yeah. Uh, so if they're moving in a positive direction, that's a big green flag. Yeah. Um, and I think that is their motivation. What's their motivation? What's yeah. their desire? Yeah, I yeah. agree. I think one that I would say is they're not afraid to be different than you mm-hmm. in their per, in their opinions and their perspectives. Yeah. Because uh, they're not either trying to copy you and try and be the exact same as you. Yeah. And they're not trying to get you to be the exact same as them. Yeah. There's a lot of people that fall into one of those two categories. And when somebody is okay and like you use the term secure a lot mm-hmm. and we talked about that in our last themes. Um, but if somebody's secure, they're okay with having a different opinion than you and still liking you. Yeah. And they're okay with you having a different opinion than them and still liking you. Like that's a, that's a big green flag. Yeah. Because in life, you're not going to be the exact same as another person. Yeah. You and never if they're will. okay with that, mm-hmm. then that's good. Yeah, I agree. I think, and that, that shows to their personality and different things of how they're doing, which makes me think of another one. It's, is the person able to show care and compassion? Mm-hmm. You know, we talked last week about the red flag of how they treat unimportant people to them. You know, yeah. the servers, the person at McDonald's or whatever. And I, and I think that's the thing you want to see is, is, is this person a green flag is when they do, mm-hmm. when they show care, mm-hmm. when they show compassion, mm-hmm. when they, you know, are not just, some people show care and compassion because they want you to see them show care and compassion. Yeah, that's different. Yeah, the people who, oh, look at me as I'm giving money to this. I'm tipping yeah. an extra amount to our waitress in this one scenario, yeah, so yeah. you're impressed. Yeah, so, so you think well of me. But what's their, what's their regular everyday how they treat people? Mm-hmm. And so when they, when they show care, when they show mm-hmm. genuine compassion for someone else, that's a good <clears> sign. <throat> mm-hmm. Because that, that speaks a lot to who they are as a person. You know, where if you're always having to make excuses for them, mm-hmm. you know, if every day is a bad day, you know, mm-hmm. not that we don't have bad days. No, go but, ahead, preach it. But if, if every day is a bad day, yep. then I think they may be a little lacking in that. Mm-hmm. And that would move into the red flag category instead of the green flag. For sure. I, I would agree. I mean, I think it's important that somebody is able to relax. Yeah. They have yeah. to be able to have fun. Yeah. We talked about fun being emotional glue. Mm-hmm. Um, you don't want somebody that uses fun as a coping mechanism for life, but they got to be good. able to have fun. Yeah. Because if they can't, either one, they're taking themselves too seriously. Mm-hmm. Uh, they think that they have to be this or have to be that. In which case, eventually they're going to hold you up to those same expectations. Yeah. Because we ultimately treat people how we treat ourselves. Yeah. Yeah. Ultimately. That's a great point. Um, but two... Like you said, if if they can't have fun and relax because it's always the end of the world, eventually they're going to invite you into that mentality too. Yeah, uh, that's a that's a red flag. But mm-hmm. if they can relax, yeah, if they're able to relax and have fun, yeah, what that is is that's a huge green flag because it shows you okay, yes, they're not pretending like life is all sunshine and rainbows. Mm-hmm. We already talked about that. When yeah, we talked about fun. And they're not pretending like they don't have to be productive, but they do know how to unplug. Yeah. Because if you don't know how to unplug, you're going to wear yourself ragged. Yeah. 
and you're going to eventually do that to the people around you. And, and, yeah. and so it's a green flag when somebody does know how to unplug, when they do yeah. know how to relax. Well, in a lot of families today, they're, they, they live this driven life. Yep. You know, like I've seen, you know, families with children where, you know, their children play sports and that's cool and everything, but that sport drives them as a family. Yeah. And, the, and those things outside become what they do. Mm-hmm. And, and the sad thing is that becomes their identity as a family. Mm-hmm. And that's the danger. And so you want someone who can, like you said, unplug where they're not thinking about work. Mm-hmm. They're not thinking about their responsibilities. They're just relaxing and being with you. Yep. So that's a good green flag to see in people. And that, like what you said about the sports thing, mm-hmm. like that can even happen with church. Oh yeah. Like yeah. there are some families and some people that cannot enjoy life because they drive themselves to just be constantly volunteering or serving yeah. or praying or giving. And all those things are good. Mm-hmm. But if they can never take a break from it, it means they're finding their validation from their performance yeah. and not from who they actually are in Christ, which yeah. is a red flag. So when they can unplug, it shows that they have that healthy sense of security. And yeah. in the truth that God did do it for us. Yeah. yeah. Right. You have to be able to have that. So that's a huge great. Yeah, flag. I think that's good. I like that. I think something that kind of falls in the same vein is when people can laugh at themselves. Mm-hmm. Um. I'll be honest, Emily helped me with this one. I, f- I found it tough to laugh at myself. And the reason was because I felt like my performance was important. Uh, like we talked about a couple weeks ago, I'm an Enneagram one, which is like the perfectionist, the person yeah. that's like, yeah. wants to be good. Yeah. And so I had a tough time laughing at myself for, all, for a long time because I felt like if I messed up and somebody pointed that out, then they were somehow attacking my value or worth. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. <clears throat> that's that's not a good way to live. Yeah, uh, It's better to be able to laugh at yourself. And if you say something dumb or if you do something dumb, yeah. to be able to laugh. So if you're in a relationship or going on a date with somebody and they you know, accidentally stub their toe or you're walking together holding hands and they trip yeah. or something like that, if they laugh at themselves, mm-hmm. That's a big green That's flag. That's a good green flag. That's yeah, a it huge really one. is. Yeah, because I think it speaks to their humility. Humility that, is a good word. Yeah, just the yeah. reality of life. Um, you know, none of us is perfect. Mm-hmm. And I think you see that in someone when they can laugh at themselves. Mm-hmm. Um, and just, it, again, it shows that relaxation that yep. they can just kind of chill and be like, wow, I'm not the center of the universe. Yeah. I, and I, I love that you said the word humility because that is really why it's a green flag. Yeah. It's because it points to a humble lifestyle, yeah. which allows you to just live better. Yeah. That's a better way to live. It is. And I think that shows when a person has a desire to grow and learn, mm-hmm. maybe they're not perfect in an area. Mm-hmm. Like like for you, it was the, the laughing at yourself, but you were willing to grow and learn through that. And right. I think that's a key for anyone when they, there's an area that maybe isn't perfect in their life or they mm-hmm. want to work on, they actually want to work on it. Yep. And I think that's a green flag when you're with someone and they say, you know, I want to get better at this. Mm-hmm. Want, and it's not that they, again, they don't think they have to be perfect, mm-hmm. but are they just trying to get better? I think mm-hmm. we all are at that place where we want to get better. And that's a good thing. Yeah. And I love that you included not only growth, but learning. Mm-hmm. Um, learning requires the exact same thing we just talked about. Humility. Yeah. Being yeah. able to be like, oh, I don't got all the answers. It's yeah. a big red flag if somebody thinks they know everything. Mm-hmm. We all know a know-it-all. 
that yeah. person that's constantly <laughs> just one up in you and yeah. is like, you know, any question you have, they have an answer, whether they really have an answer or not, yeah. Yeah. you know, like that person is not the kind of person you want to date. You want to no. date somebody who's like, I don't know, let's look it up yeah. or let's go yeah. find out yeah. or whatever, you know, uh, that's, that's the kind of person you want to be with. Another thing is that if they can learn from you, like mm -hmm. if they're willing to True. learn something, maybe you know something they don't mm -hmm. and you teach them. And mm -hmm. if they let you teach them, that's a good sign. But if they don't let you teach them and they, oh, I already knew that, mm -hmm. that's a red flag. But you want someone who's like, no, show me how to do it. Yep. That's a good green flag. Yeah, because that just makes life easier. It really and this does. is the thing, y'all, whenever you're thinking about relationships, your person is not the destination of your life. Mm -hmm. They're with you on the journey yeah. of life. Yeah. And so uh, when you're thinking about red flags, when you're thinking about green flags, it's all thinking of, is this the kind of person that doing life with, living beside, yeah. is going to be good? Yeah. So don't think of the person as, are they you know, the trophy at the end of the thing that I can get? It's, are they the kind of person that I can walk beside? Yeah. And and that's why we're talking about all these these green flags. Yeah. Um we got one more if you want Yeah, to the other green that. flag is something we've kind of covered in the red flag thing, but the important people in your life, if they like them, mm -hmm. that's a green flag. Like if yep. your parents, your mentors, you know, people who are in authority over you, if they really like the person, that's a green flag, automatic. Mm -hmm. You don't have to get a lot of discussion behind it. Mm -hmm. If if they feel good about it, that's a good green flag for you. It's true. Um I'll tell you guys, honestly, whenever I was first looking at Emily and I's relationship, being able to have that conversation with you guys, mm -hmm. with you, dad, with mom, even with Katie, yeah, uh, when y'all were all excited and y'all were all like, oh yeah, she's great. Yeah. You know, she's such a great person. Mm -hmm. That really was a big green flag for me. That yeah. was a big go ahead. Because mm -hmm. if you guys had said no, I would have had to take a hard look at it. Because yeah. in my brain, she was the best. Yeah. But praise God, yeah, you know, you guys, <laughs> you guys thought the same thing. And yeah. now having been married to her for almost three years, yeah, it's never worn off because that's yeah. just who she is. Yeah. And that's is. what you don't want. You don't want to get into a relationship and after like a few months be like, oh, who did I marry? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you know, who are you? Uh, so when you, when a mentor says that they like the person, yeah. it means they are actually likable. Yeah. It doesn't just mean that you really think that they're pretty or yeah. really handsome or whatever. That's good. That's a good sign. Let's go ahead and move into the question and answer section of our talk. Yeah. Uh, so this question is one that we received from one of my friends, Jonathan. And I just wanted to give that as a, as a little, uh, precursor because it's such a <laughs> weird question but we told you guys you can ask us whatever here, yeah, so here we whatever. go uh the birds and the bees why is it called that why bees you know that i i really don't know i, I don't know you know and honestly i didn't do any research on the answer for this um i'm sure there's a there's a reason behind that mm -hmm. um maybe because bees pollinate and that's what they're all about. I don't know. <laughs> but it's it's always been called the birds and the bees. And and I honestly am not sure why. Yeah, I got I got no idea. Yeah, I, I got, got nothing, nothing, man. Yeah. <laughs> I got and, nothing. And I mean, I guess we should have done some research on that one. Sorry, Jonathan. 
Um, yeah. We can't help you. Uh, the the next question is, what is the best? Oh no! What is the least manly thing that you actively enjoy? What is the least manly thing that you actively enjoy? Golly, that's a good one. That is a good one. Also from Jonathan. Yeah, yeah. He's he sent us a bunch, and you can send your questions to us uh, either through the uh, Instagram or you can email questions at heydad.us. Mm-hmm. Feel free. So. I'm also, I'm kind of least manly thing I do. I, I cook, but I don't know. That's, you have chefs out there. So that's kind of a manly thing. Mm. Um, the least manly thing that I act, oh, I know. I like rom-coms. Mm. And not a lot of guys do, but I like, I like rom-coms. Um, I'm not saying I like all of them. Mm-hmm. I like the ones that are actually comedies. They're funny. Yeah. There's something about that. I don't like nasty ones. Yeah. But I like a good rom-com. Yeah. Uh, whether it's TV show or movie. And that's probably not the most masculine thing that I enjoy. Well, I mean, I got I to gotta say it. I'm not calling you out, but K-dramas. Yeah. Yeah. I, I like K-dramas. In fact, I'm watching one called, right now called Hometown Cha-Cha-Cha. And, uh, <laughs> the way you said that was so official. I know. Hometown cha-cha-cha. Because <laughs> I was actually thinking, is it two chas or three chas? I don't know, but I watch it. And I love it. It's hilarious. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great. And, uh, of course, it's with subtitles, but I watch most things with subtitles now. And uh, But, yeah, I enjoy it. And mm-hmm. uh, episode 11 was yesterday. I watched it. The couple finally admitted they like each other. I was excited, but I know I've got five more episodes, so I know it's their, all going to fall apart. Their relationship's going to fall apart, and then they'll get back together in the end. Yeah, and that's okay. <clears throat> yeah, I, I like them. So, so I'd say that was probably my thing. Yeah, um, for me, it's got to be something similar because my wife absolutely loves K-pop. She loves BTS. For those of you out there that are Army fans, she could be a general in the army because she she knows all the things um so sometimes she'll get me to watch uh run bts with her Mm -hmm. or like we went to a concert together a bts concert which feel free to be jealous members of army because uh, we got to go to the la one where there was only four showings praise the lord and thank you (laughs) katie for hooking me up with uh being able to get those tickets early that's true um so like and I, I do. I watch a couple K dramas. Mm-hmm. Like I've watched Strong Girl Bonsoon. I've watched What's Wrong with Secretary Kim. Yeah. Both of those are fantastic. I highly recommend them to people who are interested in that. The other thing I do that's not manly at all is a few years ago, Katie bought me these Hobbit slippers. Uh, <laughs> and they literally look like Hobbit feet and they're like really fluffy. And I wear them around the house pretty often to yeah. the point to where now they have holes in them. But I like them, so I continue <laughs> to wear them. them. So they got like these giant holes that are just absolutely like ugly. Like they're yeah. ghetto now. Yeah. But I, I walk around the house in those Hobbit slippers. So that's not exactly the most manly thing. Yeah. So I think that would probably be my answer. Uh, the final question of the day is what has been one of your most recent binge watched shows? Um, for me, my most recent is probably one of my favorite animes, maybe one of my top two or three, oh. uh, is one called Violet Evergarden. And it's a very different anime. It's not a fantasy anime mm-hmm. or, you know, battles. Well, there's some battles, but it, it's, it's about a girl who 
kind of discovers what it is to be a girl. She used to be in the army, was a killer as a child. And, yeah, and but it's a really beautiful anime mm -hmm. and it hits you in your feels. Yeah. Maybe I should have said that as the not so manly thing. Cause like you're almost crying every episode. Yeah. But it's just, it's one of my favorites and I did binge watch it just recently. The whole thing. Uh, it's a series and then they have two movies and the last movie uh, has a great conclusion, but that means it's over. So there's part of me that's sad because I want more episodes. Yeah. But yeah, that's my most recent binge watch is Violet Evergarden. It's on Netflix and it was really good. Yeah. I'll actually, I was going to say season two of Demon Slayer. Yeah. Because we did watch that. We did. And it was fantastic. Uh, but I think I'll actually say Jujutsu Kaisen. Okay. Um, that show has been out for a couple, like over a year, probably a year and a half now. Mm -hmm. And everybody's been talking about it. And I just haven't watched it because I, I honestly thought that some of the supernatural stuff in it was like demonic. Yeah. And, uh, but then eventually uh, Emily's brother, Zach, kind of explained to me the world and kind of what everything meant. Okay. And so it was actually not, you know, as like it wasn't demonic like I thought it was. Yeah. So I was yeah. like, okay, fine. I'll give it a try. And so I watched all of it in like a week and a half, oh my goodness. you know, maybe two weeks. Uh, that That's that's if, you know, I was doing stuff. But I watched that show quick. Yeah. And it was a lot of fun. But that and Demon Slayer, I think, were, were probably the, mo the two most recent binge watches I've done. Yeah. Yeah. And and those are those are good ones. I, the second season of Demon Slayer was incredible. In fact, I may go back and watch both seasons just to watch them all again. I wouldn't blame you. I mean, the animation is just so stinking good. It really is. It's, it's beautiful. Too good. But uh, those are our questions for the day. So Alrighty. we're going to go ahead and say thank you guys so much for joining us. We're glad you were here. And we hope you have a wonderful day. We're glad you were with us on the Hey Dad podcast. Yeah, make sure to subscribe. And again, if you have questions you want us to answer, we'd love to get them. You can send them to us. You can DM on Instagram. Or you can send them to questions at HeyDad.us. We'll see you guys next week. Thank you for joining us on the Hey Dad Podcast. If you enjoyed the episode today, subscribe so you don't miss any new content. We'd also love for you to rate and leave a review and help us get the word out to more people. If these talks are making your life better, we ask that you share them with someone else. If you have any questions for us or anything going on in your life you want an opinion on, we would love to hear from you. You can email us at questions at heydad.us or send us a message on our Instagram page at the Hey Dad Podcast. Join us next week. We'll have a chair waiting for you.